businesses all across the planet are looking to make connections with people. Well, guess what? The Connection Magazine is helping businesses not only walking their purpose and actions, but to get connected to their potential. That's right. You've got to connect to your potential and you can make it happen now because it is time to know your work. As you As get you connected get to people to all people across, across the planet, the, planet, the Vibe Connections magazine will make it happen. Get featured in the magazine today and get your copy now because there's no other time than a divine time to get connected to the Vibe Connections magazine. Welcome to Devon Dragon Radio. I'm your host, Emma Wieschuk. I'm here with special guest, Engla, and she's an independent author. Welcome. Thank you. Now, I'm not going to try to butcher your last name, but you have the book out, I'd Rather Die an Artist, Don't Hate the Player. That's one of them. Yes. So what led you into writing? Well the don't hate the player it's coming out uh Mm -hmm. august 8th and um what led me to start writing is just i had like a lot of things happen all at once in one year and i was like this feels like a movie or a book or something and i kind of just wrote it like almost rapidly um for the first draft and then it was a process to edit but I've always loved literature and writing and took writing classes in college and stuff. So I don't know, I didn't expect to ever write a book, but I ended up doing it. Yeah, we never expect to write a book. There's very few people out there that say, when they're in high school, go, I want to be an author. We don't do that. We go, we want to be a doctor. We want to be whatever. An author is not usually something that we say we want to be. Yeah, and I remember being in college classes, our professors would talk about, you know, here's how you submit your work and here's how, you know, you like some of them would talk about like book deals and stuff. And I was just like, wait, what? Is that why I'm in this class? So I could be an author? Like, I thought I'm just here to learn how to be a better writer with like no other results of that, you know? Because yeah. <laughs> it just seemed like a really good skill for me to have. Um, so yeah, I'm glad I started writing though. What were you originally in college for? Well, I was just interested in all kinds of art. I basically got like an individualized study degree. So I was really interested in how ideas translate across various media, you know, something like a paperclip. How do you express that in a written form versus photo versus sound or whatever? You know, How would you do sound with a paperclip? I don't know, it's up to the artist, but it's just, just an example, you know, <laughs> oh, how, how no. would you express a paperclip in a song, you know? <laughs> it, yeah, that's just one of those things that, you know, I, I talked to a lot of musicians and that's never came up. How do you translate an object to sound? Yeah, I mean, to me, it's, I'm just using that as an example mm-hmm. of an idea, exactly. you know, it could be something like love, which everybody does, like, you mm-hmm. know, in all forms of media express or whatever emotion but it could also be an object or like a different story exactly there's so many different outlets out there of media when you think about 
art. It's not just literature. It's not just sculpting or painting or drawing. There's all different types out there. Yeah. So other than writing, what else are you drawn to? Oh my gosh, what am I not drawn to? <laughs> uh, I really have gotten into making videos uh, and I actually am somebody who posts on TikTok or I try to post a lot. Um, so I've gotten really interested in the visual media and I really enjoy just doing the vlogs that I do and getting like a nice cool shot of like, a, you know, a dice being rolled or like something like small, like a detail that somebody might not notice, but to me feels cinematic. And I love, always love drawing and like painting and stuff like that. I'm working on a digital drawing right now that was commissioned. And um, yeah, I did photography for a while, like 10 plus years at least. I started in high school. Um, and I at one point I had like a very, very like feverish phase where I was just like writing so many songs too. Mm -hmm. But I've kind of decided to um, put the book as books as my priority mm -hmm. for now and put most of that aside um, but it's really hard for me to limit myself because I just love all the various media well you're an artist okay I mean I use that word broadly because it doesn't matter what type of medium you're in you're still an artist and you're when you're an artist you have this creative mind and you don't go to one thing it goes a ball of yarn and that's pretty much our minds. Yeah, totally. But you also have the book out, Escape to New Orleans. So this is, is actually a series that you're doing. Yeah, well, it was originally going to be just one book. And it's just basically like, you know, I don't think it's too much to say because it's in the title. Like it's the arc of how I decided to really go for it as an artist because mm -hmm. I felt like I could die any day. And I'm like, I don't want my obituary to say she worked at an office, you know, or whatever, because that's the job I had at the time is working at a trucking office. So I was like, yeah, I wanted to say like, Agla, comma, an artist, you know, la la la, whatever happens to me happens, but that's something I wanted associated. And um, I don't know where I was going with this now. <laughs> Oh yeah, the books. So I wrote, you know, the first draft, my editor gave me really good feedback. And then I started working on each of the chapters. And as I did them, um, somebody suggested that I publish each chapter as its own little book and do it like one at a time. And I thought it was such a brilliant idea for me and my situation because certain people, they can do these really long projects and maybe they'll like pitch their book and get an advance so they can spend that time writing and you know it's like this big project but for me as an independent author it just made more sense in terms of learning and budget to just like the first book i launch it's like okay what is it what do i even need what type of files do i need to upload a book like i didn't know that the first time you know and mm -hmm. Um, and how do I market a book? So I launched the first one and I kind of tried some ideas and learned from them. And so now with the second one, I'm like, oh, like I learned from last time that I can upload my Kindle book for pre-order like a long time in advance and, you know, stuff like that. So I feel like with each chapter, I'm going to learn skills that are related to getting that story out and writing also, because I, you know, I'm still finishing some of the other chapters. 
and um it builds momentum that way i think so and and then also i get to make sure that each chapter stands on its own as its own story really well and you know pay that close attention when the editing process and also then that way i can afford it more you know right well people don't understand when you're an author there's costs that are involved with being an author if there goes to editing there goes to cover designs formatting uh marketing if you don't yeah. have a budget in place you're, you're going to be lost yeah and you have to figure this out and the first time you do it you don't know any of this mm -hmm. and there's a lot of people out there that'll give you misinformation yeah so doing it the way you're doing it is good for you because you're learning but at the same time you're building momentum for your other books and then you can always take all of your chapters once you get it all done to where you're satisfied and make it into its own book there too well that's the end goal really is eventually when i'm done with all the chapters to just have i'd rather die an artist and then the books that i'm releasing now will just be like the overall chapter names that are the bigger names but yeah yeah i'm and I, i'm having fun this way too and because i am on like TikTok and other social media i get to build my audience as i go as well so each launch hopefully will be more exciting and, and fun for everybody right because you're doing something and you can go oh i have a new chapter out or oh i have a new book out or you know i'm going to make a 30 second video of whatever the chapter is about yeah totally and a lot of people i did a little bit of research because my editor explained to me that i can do a query letter and pitch my book to various publishers mm -hmm. and then i from not a lot of research but from what it seemed like to me you know, you have to do a lot of promotion yourself, even if you do have a book deal, you have exactly. to go out there and promote yourself. So I'm like, well, if I can figure out all these different ways to promote myself and just set it up and create the events myself, I get to keep all the profit basically, you know, mm -hmm. and I, since I am like interested in various media, like there's some steps I could do myself, but I do like to outsource as much as I can with the budget that I have. But, um, yeah, you know, it's hard work either way. Like, that's why we don't hear about every book that's ever out. You know, it's the people that continue to spread the word about their work. Exactly. It's, do you have a marketing budget? Because if you don't have a marketing budget, you're not going to get your book out there. Are you running your book like a business? If you're running it yeah. like a business, you have to think about it like you're a business owner. Yeah, totally. Do, do you want your book to succeed? Well, here's the steps to make your book succeed. And guess what? It costs money. Yep. And <laughs> it's like that with anything. You know, you have to invest in the things you care about. Mm -hmm. And as I'm getting older, I'm I, I at first, like in the beginning of this journey for me, I was very afraid to invest money in my art mm -hmm. and of any kind, you know, even like digital photography or whatever. Um but I've all, I found pretty consistently actually that if I invest a little, I do get money back. And it, you, as you do more, you have to like figure out what works for you and what doesn't. Obviously not everything's gonna be like, you know, a return on investment, but as you learn the formula that works for you, that's how you grow essentially. Exactly, you have to find the niche for your book, 
for your company. You have yeah. to find out what works for you. Just because it works for you doesn't mean it's going to work for me and vice versa. There's ways to do it, but it's trial and error. Yeah, and it's like really fun for me to explore that, especially this time around. I don't know. I feel like I'm having more fun now that it's not the first one, you know? Because mm -hmm. um, oh, I tell you get this 17th and it's just like, oh, oh this is so cool now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like I just made a TikTok recently that was like kind of me trying to bathe and get the hook of my book in like mm -hmm. a trending sound. Like, because I, I heard the sound and I was like, oh, I think this might work for my book. And so people are like commenting like story time. And I'm like, funny, you should ask. I actually made this story into a real book. Like, you know, so um, it's really interesting to see like what might work and whatnot. And for me, like also with the first one, I had some um, experiments with how do, how do I describe what the book is about? Or like, how do I tell people who it's for and getting feedback from different types of people? Like I found that when I gave it to guys, they didn't love it as much as like maybe like younger women and stuff like that and i'm like okay well i'm cool with that you know my audience is like women who are kind of younger and maybe feeling lost or something you know exactly it's depending on the genre of your book and this is more about your personal story and stuff like this but at the same time it's who's your clients who's your readers well, your niche is like, say, 18 to maybe 30, just yeah. guessing. And they're going to be female because that's what is drawn to your book. But at the same time, you might have that 2% of that are guys as well. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And well, you know, it's funny, like part of me thought guys would be kind of interested in my perspective on some of the topics I talk about mm -hmm. but I gave it to a few guys like my guy friends they read it and they're like yeah I'm not really into it like it's not really what I like to read and I'm like all right cool <laughs> like I think probably for future books I'll just it's great if, if other people read it because with any target audience or whatever you're gonna have spillover but mm -hmm. it's good to know who you're talking to and who you're appealing to and who you feel connected to as a creator exactly you have to one you have to write what's for you it doesn't matter what you're writing literature music or doing art it's something to make you feel good and then you're putting it up to to the world yeah totally that's the first step. don't write something because you think your audience is going to re read it when it doesn't even inspire you yeah and I, I feel like whenever I've reread my books and stuff, you know, some I write about my own life and part of me wishes I didn't tell people when I started out that I'm writing about my actual life mm -hmm. and that, you know, I've, especially in the later stages of the editing and publishing process, I was like, I should have just told everybody it's a fictional story. Yeah, part of me wishes that I never told people that it's my life based on a true story. I Part of me wishes that I just made up all the names and most of the names are changed, basically everybody's but mine. Mm -hmm. uh, but 
it, it felt really personal and really raw and like reliving some of those parts of the stories was like painful. But at the same time, whenever I reread them, because I had to, you know, for the like proofreading part of it, mm -hmm. I also did make myself laugh. And I did have these like emotional reactions to the words on the page. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I did this. And like, I can't believe this happened. And it is very vulnerable and raw to know that that's out there. But as of like, it's because it's been, it, this was in 2017 that this journey kind of started and these books were about that year. And so it's like five years later, over the course of that time span, I've really just learned to love being more vulnerable and just publishing it and just getting it out there and not feeling so precious with myself, so precious with my work. And mm -hmm. like my perspective now is more like, I'm just gonna upload it and it's up to the people to decide really. You know, they're really the ones who either find value in what I create or don't. Right, it's up to every individual to find the value in what they read. They might find it now and it might be five years from now and go, oh, I read something that really makes sense. Yeah. It doesn't always hit someone right when they're reading it. Sometimes it takes a while. Totally. But yeah, it is pretty cool though. Like I really appreciate some of the reviews I've gotten on my first book because mm -hmm. there are some that people I don't really know very well or haven't met before. And it's like such kind words mm -hmm. and one of them basically made me like tear up a little bit. And it's like really cool to know that like your work can have such an impact because as a reader, like a lifelong reader, there's been so many books like that for me where I'm like reading and this book has such an effect on me. And I'm like, wow, like what did it take to create this? And mm -hmm. now I have something like that of my own. That is always a wonderful experience. Yeah but we are almost out of time. So where can our listeners and our viewers find you other than TikTok? So um, official Agla and basically any social media. I don't really use Facebook much, but um, on Twitter, official Agla, on Instagram, on TikTok. Uh, my email is official Agla at Gmail. I had I have, I had a domain purchase, but I need to like reconnect the website. You know, this is the life of an independent artist. You kind of have to do everything yourself and there's a lot of moving parts, but um, I understand. yeah, those are the best ways to contact me, email and social media, basically. And the spell your name, it's E-G-L-E. -E. Yes. Because not everyone can see the little comment sections with your name on it. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> like, Eagle with no A's. <laughs> exactly. But so it was so much fun having you on the show today. Thank you. And for our viewers and our listeners, happy reading.